powered by Transistor FM. Welcome to Friends, Foes, and Neither. Do not adjust your podcatcher settings, as what you are about to hear is real. It's the Derek Duvall Show. Prepare yourself for insightful interviews with incredible people. Join us now as we delve ever deeper into the human condition. And now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Derek Duvall! Hello, Duvall Nation. Hello, hey everybody. Hi, thank you so much. Please sit. Thank you. Hello, Duvall Nation, and welcome to the Derek Duvall Show. We are back with another fantastic journey into the lives of extraordinary people. This episode is brought to you today by the fine folks at BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it's 100% online. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Derek Duvall Show. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash Derek Duvall Show. So before we jump into this episode, I want to say a big thank you to my last guest, John Levy. What a fantastic episode, and it was so well received. If you have not heard our very in-depth interview, I strongly advise you to check it out after the conclusion of this episode. Welcome to episode 207, and we have a great episode lined up for you today. We have on the show Helene Wabe. Helene is the Director of Research for the IONS Institute. She'll be discussing her extensive research into channeling and intuition. She will also be discussing her book, The Science of Channeling, Why You Should Trust Your Intuition and Embrace the Force That Connects Us All. Lots to get into, so let's get her out here. Duval Nation, please welcome to the show, calling in today from her home in Washington State, the Director of Research for the IONS Institute, Helene Wabe. Helene, welcome to the Director of All Show. How is the weather out by you today? Uh, we're in the middle of a big rainy storm at the moment. So with the pandemic now winding down, how was it for you to navigate the COVID-19 world? I think that we have had such an incredible shift in so many ways that we work with each other, deal with each other, relate with each other. I think one of the major sh- major shifts for us at the Institute of Noetic Sciences is our huge boom in online offerings and the increase in people who are engaged in these topics of non-local consciousness, intuition, extended human capacities, and being able to have a greater connectedness around that. I guess you could call that the, the silver lining. And the fact that I'm sitting here in Washington State and our institute in California is also another plus, the support of remote work and being able to have kind of a more distributed uh, work team has absolutely affected us at the Institute. Okay. So every journey has a beginning. Where were you born and what was it like to grow up there? I was born in Hayward, California, in a suburb of the of San Francisco in the Bay Area. And it was a pretty sleepy suburb, very mellow. Grew up with my family and very, very large extended family. I'm actually Arabic and uh, first generation uh, Palestinian. 
So family was very important to us, and we had a very tight-knit uh, community of people in that Hayward area. So what were your earliest career aspirations? My name is Helene, and I was actually named after my great-grandmother, Helene, who was a midwife and a healer in Palestine. And people would always tell me growing up, you know, you're going to be a doctor. You know, you're going to be a doctor. I was like, no, I don't want to be a doctor, rebelling against kind of what my family wanted me to be. And yet, as I grew up, I realized that I had this deep passion and interest in how we healed, specifically how the mind and our thoughts and our emotions influenced our healing process. And so I realized that, well, I guess that is in the health field and learned about something called naturopathic medicine, which is a different uh, philosophy than what you might see with a regular MD um, doctor system that really focuses on the body's innate ability to heal itself, to focus on prevention, to do the least harm, doctors, teacher, et cetera, uh, to really support people to optimal health. So I did end up following uh, in the footsteps of my great grandmother in terms of becoming a, a naturopathic physician and was in private practice for a while. Um, and then became even more inspired about this mind-body connection and got into meditation research, specifically mindfulness meditation, and received a grant from the National Institute of Health to look at combat veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder and how mindfulness meditation could support their PTSD symptoms and to see how mindfulness meditation worked. And so one more leap is I was invited by the Institute of Noetic Sciences because of my expertise in meditation research. They were having a focus group asking, you know, what's going on with meditation research and why are we not, are we skipping over kind of the more esoteric spiritualist aspects? And when I came to that meeting, I was totally blown away by the research questions that IONS was asking, because in an academic university, you couldn't ask the questions of, well, why when someone meditates, they feel like they totally dissolve and they're connected to everything that is, or they have a conversation with their deceased mother during a deep meditation. You couldn't really talk about those questions in a university setting. So I was really excited to learn that IONS allowed that. So that's a bit of a circuitous route for how I ended up at IONS where I am today. Okay. Favorite memories from your time at Berkeley? Oh, Berkeley. Great dance clubs. <laughs> There's always an opinion if you, you can think of any opinion on any matter and it would be represented in Berkeley on the quad or on a flyer uh, up on the on the walls, et cetera. Now, you, like I said, you are the director of research for IONS. We were lucky to have another researcher from the IONS Institute on the show a few months ago, Dr. Garrett Yant. But as a refresher, can you please tell Duval Nation what the IONS Institute is? was founded by one of the Apollo astronauts and its primary objective. 
The Institute of Noetic Sciences was founded by Edgar Mitchell, and he was an Apollo 14 astronaut. He was an engineer. He went up to the moon, did his job on the moon, and then on his way back had this incredibly profound experience where he felt like he was connected to everything and everything was connected to him. This blew his mind as an engineer. He'd never had that experience before. So he came back to earth and was like, I need to figure out what that is and founded uh, IONS. And that was 50 years ago, amazingly. So IONS has been looking at this sense of interconnectedness through research and education in various ways since then. Today, we're really focused on this guiding hypothesis that we are all interconnected. And when we embody that, we can access information and energy from beyond our conventional notions of time and space, which in turn can profoundly amplify well-being, transformation, and innovation. So right now, the science team has 28 active research studies that fit under that umbrella uh, hypothesis. Okay. What is a noetic experience? Noetic means inner wisdom. It comes from the Greek meaning gnosis. It is these experiences that people describe when they say, I just know that it's true, or I just feel that it's true, but they can't really give any logical or rational reason for why they would know that information. It's uh could be described as a gut hunch or an inner intuitive capacity. And what's so fascinating is that these experiences are hard to describe in words. And so there's so many different words that people use to try to explain this innate human capacity of inner knowing. Okay. So can you give an example of a noetic experience for my listeners? Imagine that you are at home getting ready for work and you just have this feeling that you need to wait. Like, you don't know why, but you know very clearly, I'm not going to leave right now, even though it's my normal time to go. And so you're like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, take my time getting ready. I leave 10 minutes later than usual. I get to work, everything's fine. And I find out that there was an accident on my normal route. And that if I had left at my normal time, I would have been in the middle of that accident. That's just a simple example of getting some gut hunch that you just know is true. You don't know why there's no logical reason why you should leave for work 10 minutes later on that day, but you do, you listen to it and you find out, wow, that actually helped me in some way. So basically about half of New York City on 9-11, basically those who decided to skip, stay home on 9-11, who, who didn't go to work. And, yeah. yeah, maybe they had some noetic insight, like something's off. I'm staying home. I don't know why, but this is what I'm doing today. Okay, fair enough. You have written a book, The Science of Channeling, Why You Should Trust Your Intuition and Embrace the Force that Connects Us All. First off, a great title. Thank what is, you. What inspired you to write this book? Well, we talked about this noetic experience. You know, I'm proposing that all humans have the capacity to have these noetic experiences, but that the way it shows up for us is quite unique and it exists on this huge spectrum. Now, 
the sad part is that many people don't take these experiences seriously or they dismiss them or they say you have some sort of mental health issue if you have them and people are afraid to talk about it. I used to give presentations about this material and I would have, when it was in person, I'd have a line of people afterwards saying, you know, I had this experience and I haven't told anybody because I don't want them to think I'm crazy to use the C word. And this happened over and over again, that people would say, I've had this experience, but I don't want to tell anybody because of blank. And so I got really inspired to put the word out that number one, these experiences are so incredibly common that they are incredibly diverse and to share with people in a very accessible way, what we know about them, how they work, you know, what's the content that shows up and if they're useful in any way. How did you learn about channeling? Well, I mentioned my upbringing a little bit. I actually, at 10 years old, went to my grandparents' house for my first kind of spiritualist meeting. And these meetings were held every week at my grandparents' house where my uncle would go into this trance-like state and speak in a very different voice and give messages to the 40-odd people in the room. And that was my foray into a spiritualist type tradition that believes that we are more than our bodies, that there are, you know, non-physical beings that exist beyond us and that we can actually communicate with them. So I was very immersed in that from my mother's side of the family, but I really kind of stayed in the closet about it, even though I also experienced it firsthand where I would get these intuitive gut hunches or I would, you know, hear something say, you know, stop or don't go that way. And it would turn out to help me in some way. So it was very immersed in my childhood and my upbringing. And it was only until I came to IONS for that meditation meeting that I had any inkling that I could actually study this with my research uh, and clinical training. In your expert opinion, what sort of exercises can we start to do to make ourselves more attuned to channeling? I'd say the, the best practice to begin with is meditation. Medita being a meditator or meditating is one of the strongest predictors to do well on these tasks in the laboratory and to also experience them spontaneously. So meditation or any other type of focused attention training is going to support you to experience these more. And also finding some path to an altered state of consciousness, whether it be you know, walking in nature or drumming or listening to music or even psychedelics, if that's your thing, um, being in a, you know, slightly altered state of consciousness, which means, you know, different than our normal running around grocery shopping, et cetera, state um, is also very conducive to experiencing channeling phenomenon. Hmm. So is channeling the same as a premonition? 
Premonitions are a type of channeling in my definition. So, you know, I use a really broad definition from for channeling, which is essentially the same as what I described as noetic experiences. Okay. Okay, Deval Nation, we are going to go ahead and take a small break right here, but we will be right back with the conclusion of this interview with Helena Wabe. May I suggest you take this time to refresh that drink and take some super long deep breaths. You know that's right. Clouseau style. Out with the bad air, in with the good. Out with the bad air, in with the good. Pay attention to a few friends of my show and we will be right back. 17.9 cycles ago, us machines defeated the humans. Now, we're living the good life here in Droidston, Manitoba. Morning, Gif. Morning, Dust. But there's still the problem of human infestation. That's what it's time to call... Human be gone. Human be gone. Wherever you get your podcasts. Human be gone. Hello, Duval Nation. Derek Duval here. Mental health is not only a top priority in my life, but it should be in yours too. As a combat military veteran, I have seen what untreated mental health looks like, which is why I've been using a therapist for well over a decade. Seeing a trusted therapist has helped me reconcile life events and other important things I've been witness to since returning home from the service and has changed my life for the better in many ways. Which is why going forward I am pleased to announce that BetterHelp will be sponsoring The Derek DeBall Show. BetterHelp is the world's first therapy service and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then, you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you can expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling flexibility and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Derek Duvall Show. That's BetterHelp.com slash Derek Duvall Show. Hi, this is Glenn. And this is Sonia from Echo Valley. And you are listening to The Derek Duvall Show. Here's a song called Faces in the Mirror from our album Anarchy and Alchemy. This is William Yeski, author of the book Damn the Valley. I invite you to take a journey into a combat deployment that I was on during 2010 while serving with the men of the 82nd Airborne Division. On that deployment, we suffered a 52% casualty rate and filled the wards at Walter Reed with soldiers that had been serving within the heavy conflict that was happening within the Argonaut River Valley. The stories contained within the book are all true and even verified by not only DOD sources, but the men that were there on the ground fighting. I should know. I was one of them. It was not an easy task to write, but one that paints a vivid picture for the reader and a picture the reader won't soon forget. Pick up a copy at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, bookshop.org, or your friendly neighborhood independent bookstore today. 
Hey, it's Michelle Fabre, and you're listening to The Derek Duval Show. You can hear my brand new single, I'm All That I Need, on all streaming platforms right now. Hello everyone, this is Janae Sergio, life coach, combat veteran, and best-selling author. I invite you to purchase my new book, Perfectly Flawed, a veteran's journey from homeless to hero. In these pages, you will learn about the lowest struggles of my life to the absolute triumphs that have made me the strong woman I am today. Follow along as I talk about homelessness, my naval role in Operation Enduring Freedom, navigating insurmountable odds, and how I dealt with and overcame them. You can find Perfectly Flawed on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. Welcome back to episode 207 of The Derek Duvall Show. Let's get right back to it with the conclusion of our interview with the Director of Research of the IONS Institute, Helene Wabe. Then my my last question about this is pretty interesting, and that's, you know, psychics and mediums proclaim that they can channel spirits, communicate with the beyond. Is there any hard science to back up that claim? That is a wonderful question. So there have been a number of incredibly rigorous studies looking at mediumship, specifically if they can get information about deceased people that they couldn't possibly know otherwise. Now, if you ask me, hey, what's the evidence for mediums getting information about deceased people? I'd say it's incredibly strong. If you said, well, then does that prove that they were actually talking to the deceased person? I couldn't agree to that because the word prove is so definitive. And with the tools that we have today, it's hard to definitively say whether it really was a deceased person or not. That being said, there is a a lot of work that's been done recently because of the Bigelow Institute of Consciousness study uh, essay contest, where the best evidence for survival of consciousness was collated. And when you look at mediumship, you look at the reincarnation cases, you look at terminal lucidity, you look at veridical out-of-body experiences, there's all these sets of evidence that when you put them all together, it's quite compelling in my view Um, that some level of consciousness does uh, exist outside of our physical body and that perhaps mediums or trans channelers are able to access that in some way. Okay. What's it like being the director of research for IONS? It's a dream job. (laughs) I, I absolutely love what I do. I'm so grateful for my incredible team. We do our best to walk our talk, you know, start our meetings with a noetic practice and work to support each other and synergize to really move our, our mission forward. And it's, um, when I started as director, I really focused on creating a collaborative and synergistic team Often in academia, there's a lot of silos, there's a lot of competition, people are fighting for resources, et cetera. 
So it's really important to me that we were working as a cohesive group to really move the work forward. Hmm. Do you guys have like a little flow chart of who's going to get the first Nobel prize? <laughs> I think that's would definitely go to our chief scientist, Dean Radin for his decades of work on mind matter interactions. Okay. I'm just curious. You are also assistant professor at the Oregon State Health and Science University, correct? Yes, I have an adjunct position there currently. I was there for a number of years where I did my meditation work with combat vets. I um, am part of their mentorship program and am um, affiliated on faculty there. Oh, okay. All right. Pierre de Coubertin said the most important thing in life is not the triumph, but the struggle. You get a chance to talk to your youngest self. What would you say to her? Breathe, be patient. It will all unfold in time and trust in the impact and the power of your voice and what you have to give to the world. Okay. So what's next for you? I'm going to continue my work in wrangling the cats, if you will, of our team's million ideas of the next research project. So I mentioned we have 28 active projects and we're always so excited about the next upcoming projects that we're interested in working on. Just as an example, I have a project that I'm working on right now on medical intuition. So there's some people who believe that they can actually uh, access information about the human body in a way that could support physicians in solving difficult cases. And so we're designing a study right now to see if that's actually true. If the information that medical intuitives can provide will give insight to clinicians to do more tests or give different treatments that would support them in treating cases that they haven't been able to treat thus far. Okay. As we into the final phase of the interview, I was like to ask one fun question. What do you like to do for fun? How do you like to relax? I love to be on the land and gardening. We have a herd of 11 deer that are on our property and watching them interact is so incredible how they move to different spots during the day, how they work with each other, etc. And I'm also right on the water. And so I get to see the orca whales going by and the porpoises going by. So I guess it would be uh, being in nature and experiencing nature. All right. What would be the best way for my listeners to follow your adventures, follow your research online? They can go to our website, noetic.org, noetic.org. We have our all of our publications there. We have a free webinar on Fridays. We have a page where you can participate in research. They can take the Noetic Signature Inventory and learn what their particular flavor of uh, noetic expression is. There's so many different ways to connect and uh, participate in this incredible work that we're doing. All right. 
I am my interviews with my favorite question. And the question is this, if the entire planet was listening to this broadcast, what would be the one thing you would like to say to the people of earth? Intention matters. Become impeccable with your thoughts and be very clear about what you want to manifest in your world. Okay. The book is The Science of Channeling, Why You Should Trust Your Intuition and Embrace the Force that Connects Us All, available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever you buy your books online. Thank you ever so much for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to come on the show today. This has been fantastic. Thank you, Derek. It's been a pleasure. And just like that, Duval Nation, we come to the end of episode 207. I want to thank Helene for taking the time to come on the show. What a fascinating woman with an equally fascinating research. I would encourage all of Duval Nation to buy her book and read more into her research. Okay, tune again next time as we showcase another extraordinary person. We drop our episodes on Mondays and Thursdays, except for today when we dropped it on Wednesday because of the Thanksgiving break. So be sure to keep checking your favorite podcasting channel for those episodes to drop. Also, I think it's fair to ask you, the listener, have you enjoyed this episode? I truly hope you have, so please go and hit that subscribe button to keep up to date for when new episodes drop. Also, if you're feeling generous, drop us a review. We love reading what our listeners have to say about us, good or bad. We are still enjoying our partnership with the Amazing Tea Public. The Derek Duvall Show has a great little store on there, and with everything with our logo on it, including magnets, stickers, and mugs. Plus, we have some really fun t-shirts on there that Mrs. Duvall and I added ourselves. So please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com. Go to the banner on the left that says Merch. Click that, and you'll be taken to our store on Tea Public. And once again, I want to thank them for being such great partners with the show. On behalf of myself and the entire team here at the Derek Duvall Show, I want to say to each and every one of you listening, Happy Thanksgiving to all of our American listeners. May your turkey be moist, your pumpkin pie be tasty, and your family gathering be drama-free. Nostra, God bless, and see you next time, Planet Earth. This has been a recording of The Derek Duvall Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com, for links to merchandise and to explore past episodes. Please find us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Derek Duvall Show.